0: 6:30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6 30 Chad. But now it's dry settled off the corner. McDavid with Kane centers. Kane for the hat trick. He scores! Amander Kane. A natural hat trick in the second period. And Edmonton.
1: moment to recap in game three that Evander Kane hat trick and of course calling that play is none other than Jack Michaels who I'm chatting with right now Jack we're getting set for game four of the battle of Alberta here at Rogers Place and I mean after a win like that I mean we're feeling pretty excited for it what was it like to call that moment
0: well, like so many at Rogers Place, uh, I think the energy of the crowd, you know, kind of whips everyone into a frenzy. Present company included. In fact, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, borderline concerned for your safety. You're about to, you know, be <laughs> set off in the teeming masses here pretty soon. Uh, they're going to arrive early and they're going to arrive ready to party and they're going to arrive also ready to put the yeah. in a in a mindset. I mean, even Daryl Sutter talked about it. The Flames head coach jealous about he felt like the atmosphere intimidated some of his younger guys. And and maybe for that matter, some of his – some of his top players. They were awfully quiet. I think Edmonton got off to a good start by far its best start of the series and that put Calgary in a deep hole early and the Flames never really got their game going. So it's a tremendous atmosphere as you know it's ear splitting it's the kind of volume that you really don't get and, you know, unless you're you know, hardcore industry metal type concerts like I, I think it <laughs> blows like a metallic out of the water. I, I think of it more as like a mega death or uh or uh what was the what was the really hard one uh, you know I, I i can't remember that pantera remember that remember that band of, <laughs> pantera. you gotta go deep into the industry metal of sound to replicate what you've got at rogers
1: it really is like nothing else. I mean, Oilers fans, you know how supportive of the team they really are. And I mean, we were expecting for Game Three to be a bit of a battle. I don't know that we were expecting to see that. But I'm wondering because I mean, it wasn't all fun and games during that game. I mean, that hit on Smith by Lucic. Are we expecting some kind of retaliation tonight? I mean, how just how angry is Calgary going to be for for Game
0: Four tonight? Well, Calgary, I expect Chelsea will, you know, put forth its best game of the series. They realize they do not want to be going down... 3-1 Three-one going back home. Even you know, even if they were able to revive themselves in Game Five and get a win, they they know Edmonton could close it out on Saturday. If if that in fact you know is is how it plays out, uh, they right. want they desperately want this series tied. They desperately want to reclaim home ice advantage because if Calgary does win the night, and this is where Edmonton has to learn its lesson from the L.A. series, Chelsea. they've got to keep their foot on the gas. They were up 2-1 in the L.A. series, lost game four, and all of a sudden, 48 hours later, they're staring at elimination. I mean, that's how quickly the series can turn. So you, so as well as you know Calgary's going to play, Edmonton knows that while it played extremely well in game three, they're going to have to play better in game four. That's the key in a best-of-seven series is you have to get better within the series as the series moves along. Uh, as far as retaliation, Charles, I, I don't think there's any time I I don't think there's any time nor place for it in the playoffs. You can't afford one of your key players, or for that matter, any player, to take a suspension right now, to put your team shorthanded for an extended period of time. Uh, And to be honest with you, I had the same reaction you did when it happened. But he does pull up. And I thought Milan Lucic, who, of course, used to play for the Oilers, as you know, Mm -hmm. made a good point. He said, if I had really hit him, we both would to be playing today. Yeah. You know what I mean? In other words, he would have gotten suspended and Mike Smith would have gotten hurt when I saw it on the replay. You did see him pull up. You did see him. I mean, there was, there was obviously significant contact, but not what it could have been. So that's another right. reason why I don't think you're going to see anything in the way of retaliation. And to be honest with you, these are kind of things like, you know, in terms of the postseason, Chelsea, if, if, if things happen, usually you'll see the other team kind of pay it forward at the beginning of next season when there's not nearly as much on the line
1: gotcha okay so maybe we'll just wait a few months then and see see what we see I mean if nothing else you know when when Smith came back onto the ice I mean he sure felt the love from fans I mean we really positioned it was ourselves like a rocky moment a, wasn't it yeah I mean so I mean at least he gets that what a feeling that must have been for him I'm curious Jack, because you talk about needing to get better and you talk about you know Calgary needing to get better at this point which I mean from their perspective obviously as Oilers fans we don't want to see that but who who do you think has gotten the best over this series? I mean, if we look at some of our players, is it is it Hyman? I mean, he scored the game-winning goal in game two. Is it is it Kane? You know, with a hat trick. Even though you could look at the rest of his season and say that that's pretty consistent with the way that he's been playing. Who's improved the most?
0: That's a really good question. I think I think collectively, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of. I'm going to kind of use what what Jay Woodcroft has has done you know almost in a crude way meaning over the last couple of months, he has brought everyone into the group and gotten contributions from seemingly everyone. I think when the Oilers got off to such a sensational start, it was primarily Drysaddle and McDavid carrying the load, and people are going to say, well, well, Jack, you know, McDavid and Drysaddle factored in all four goals the other night, which is true. But if you think about that game, the reason Calgary never got any momentum and never got any shifts in momentum is because the rest of the line kept Calgary at bay and kept not only kept him at bay but you know spent a good deal of time in the offensive zone as well and Jay Woodcroft ended up you know rolling his lines so you know everyone was able to accrue significant playing time and it wasn't just two guys and that's what I think he has done as well as any oiler coach Uh, Has since I've been here, and that is bring everyone into the group and find ways for everyone to contribute. I'll give you an example. The power play, as you know, used to be McDavid, Drysettle and Nugent Hopkins for the full two minutes. Every power play they could be counted upon to basically play the full two minutes. And when Jay Woodcroft took over, immediately he found a second unit And he found roles for that second unit. And you look at just in the playoffs, they've scored three goals as a second unit to that, to complement that power play. In fact, you know, when you look at the minutes, they've been as productive as the first unit on the power play in the playoffs. That's just an example of, again, finding roles for other guys, not named Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl, And I think right. that's where the improvement has been the most, is because up and down the lineup, Chelsea, you know, more people feel a part of it. Like, I'll use you for an example. You know, you're the biggest star I know. I just want to be included <laughs> on your show. I feel included. I feel better about myself. And I'll perform better tonight as a result
1: oh wow okay you really know how to stroke the ego of someone who's in media clearly for that reason (laughs) i love that okay jack we could we could leave it there which i would love to do but before i let you go i just want to know your prediction for the game we're going to see tonight you want to give me a a score prediction an an outcome or is that is that going to be too superstitious are we going to jinx things if we do that
0: Well, I'll tell you what. I've actually had a buddy of mine ask me for the scores of the last two games, and I picked the Oil 5-3 and 5-1. So, I mean, I missed it by one goal. I got 5-3, bang on. And I got, uh, and I got, uh, you know, five one instead of four one. And you know what? If Calgary pulled the goaltender, I probably would have gotten that one right too. I think this is <laughs> going to be a tight game tonight, Chels. I think you are going to see Calgary's best game of the series. I think this will be the best played game of the series up until this point. And I see Edmonton pulling out a three-two verdict, potentially in overtime. Ooh. Okay, I got a what to do tonight, I mean, it so. it won't be easy tonight. I wish I could tell you, "Hey, you're going to have a nice relaxing game," but no. This one, this one your your knuckles are going to be white. You're you're going to have some hair fall out, but at the end of the day, I think the Oilers will prevail.
1: All right, we don't want we don't want relaxing anyways. We want nothing but excitement and if Jack Michaels is the one saying that we're gonna get that, then he knows. Okay, I'm gonna let you go rest your voice and get ready for what's going to be an absolute battle tonight. Jack, thank you so much for being on. Always a pleasure.
0: Chelsea, thanks. Take care.